Feel it coming in the air Yeah And the screams from everywhere Yeah I'm addicted to the thrill I'm ready It's a dangerous Stop. love affair Can't be scared when it goes down Got a problem, tell me Stop. now Only thing that's on my mind Is who gon' this town tonight Hey, welcome to the Kwame Lasso the Sports Talk We are live, it is a Tuesday Yes In the studio with Jeremy Lachey who needs no I don't need no introduction. How y'all doing? That's what they say. Happy St. Patrick's Day. Is it? What's St. Patrick's Day? That means um, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. I got yoga, man. You got and yoga. you know, but I have one. And yeah, it, it involves a lot of green. And he got the uh, that's he got the pinching. orange out. You got the Ciroc orange. Yeah, the, or was that the peach? peach? It's it's the peach. Ciroc peach. Just Ooh. another day for girls that crazy, man. That's all it is. There you Dougie go. Dougie B. Dougie oh, B. Oh. On the line. He's in a. He's in a place where they have the Football Hall of Fame. You take your people out there? You get there yet? Not yet? No, we're actually going uh, Friday, man. Change of plan, so I'm hanging out here at the house. and uh, But we'll be up there Friday for sure. Okay. You get some snapshots. Yeah, I know you're going to take a bunch of pictures. I know, well, we, we don't, I don't even have to say anything. It'll be on Twitter. Yeah, definitely. So once you get there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he'll put it all on Twitter. But it, it is St. Patrick's Day, so uh, what is it? Uh, uh, it's supposed to be a religious culture or a celebration, religious ce- celebration for the Irish. For the Irish on culture. March seventeenth, yeah, um, leprechauns come out, you know, whole nine so yards. It should be a lot of lucky. Should be a lot of oh yeah, getting lucky. Well, I'm I'm but, just here for the pot of gold because I'm still in my rookie contract. Define so. gold, yeah, yeah. You got to define gold. Gold could be anything. <laughs> See, people think that gold is the money. Exactly. <laughs> it was made official. Official day on the seventeenth. Irish man, so it's so you say. So Dougie, you saying? Another reason for girls that crazy. What about the guys? Guys are crazy. Guys are guys crazier. Are crazier. Than girls. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but not like the girls, man. I mean, it, and nothing to take away from the guys, but the guys go out there just to drink and have a good time. You know, the Does girls it, are wearing you, the you, beads. They're doing all this. Yeah, they're you you know, trying to dress a little Irish slutty. Uh, so it's, I didn't say there's nothing wrong with it, but it's just it's, it's a drinking day. That's all it is, man. Doug, I didn't hear words you said. Your phone breaking up or staticky or somewhere. Were you in the basement? They got you in the basement? No. Well, when we get back with Doug, it is St. Patrick's Day. It's also Taco Tuesday. Yes. Is that a, is that a sip you pouring or is that a drink? Or wh- wh- how you doing it? See, I like to sip. Okay, I can do that. Because I got yoga. It's a, it's and a, now yoga's going to be yeah. hard. <laughs> Your yoga's going to be hard? It's going to be hard. Well, is this day two of the yoga? No, this is just another day of yoga. Is that is just that day? All right. Well, we're going to we, make we, your day less harder. Okay, yeah. <laughs> yes, all yours right there? All me. Okay. All you. Well, we got Dougie B back. I believe so. Yeah, you hear me better now? Oh, yeah. We had, yeah. Lost you there. He had a little back connection. We're in, a, we're in the basement. What you got no, I'm not, man. My phone was full bar. I think it's just with the way it was patched through. But we're good to go, man. So, Look, Doug, let's, let's get right into this idiocy over at your favorite Ooh. school. Let's get right into oh, that because we got a lot goodness. to talk about. We do. First of all, I'm not done with Taco Tuesday, so we're going to get back into that because <laughs> I'm doing that tonight. Okay. At some point tonight, I'm doing that. But we got, I think, what's his name? Davion something? Uh, Devon Durant. Devon Durant. Okay, we're going to talk about him. We have, uh, oh, we'll talk a little bit of this. Uh, you know, Hampton plays today against, uh, you know, a team that, the winner of that team. Hampton versus Manhattan. Manhattan, but they play Kentucky. Yeah. I don't know. You just want to play one more game and go to the NIT. It's too late to go to the NIT now. It depends no, on what kind of competitors. I wonder if no, the loser, yeah, I wonder if the loser they, they already they, got the set bracket, right, for the NIT. Yeah, they already have a set. So you can't lose in the big tournament and go play and in the not important play. tournament or mm. the NIT. No. What would you rather have done? 
if I was Manhattan and, or Hampton, because you know you see, you know, I'm a competitor, so I will want to take my best shot at the number one team in the country. Why not? Yeah, I'm a competitor. I know oh, some guys. Saying, it's you know, yeah, it's, it's like that. Like a couple, well, about a month ago, that women's girls basketball team in. Uh, what was it? The state they of Georgia. Tried to lose. They tried to lose on purpose. Yeah, to not play the number and, one team. And it was both teams that no women. you know, and I don't respect that at all. So, um, you know, I'm gonna buy into the chance of hey, if we beat this team because we get national televised finally for a small program, and then we get a shot at the number one team in the country. But you know, it was the coaches that that said uh, try not to shoot. Both mm-hmm. teams were right, trying not right, right, and that, that uh, came from teams. the coaches. Don't shoot it. Yeah, so they should be fired. They should be fired as coaches. But I'd rather play in the big. Big tournament and you know take that take that loss like a man because I'm I'm gonna go out banging I'm gonna go out shooting. You might not lose. You <laughs> already on, gave man. yourself the loss. You, you yeah, might not. <laughs> Doug, go ahead. Yeah. Go but ahead. Even if you lose, your school is gonna get that much more money just because of the playing stage and playing in Kentucky than going and playing against a, a D, you know D one uh, small school. Well, yeah. As a coach, as a program, yeah, you would love to see your team going against that number one for you know the money. Uh, process of it, yeah, you do get a lot of revenue by playing in a tournament than the NIT. But as a player, I mean, I don't think I would think you, you're not really thinking about that part of it. I, I know I wouldn't. I'll just think about, hey, I get a shot uh, to go against, you know, Carl Anthony Towns, uh, Willie Collistein. I get to make my mark and get the respect. You know, I get one shot, and you know, like, but like you, what you were saying is very important as well. You get a lot of revenue coming just for playing in that tournament in that one yep. shot if you you know win the first game. And I agree with you too. Mm-hmm. As a as a player, you want to go and you want to smash against that guy. Show them you guys are meant to be there as well too. So as a program, woman tells police she lied about Devon Durant assault. She, she's now calling it a hickey, which it was allegedly to be fingers around the neck. Junior junior college. Transfer to ASU and um, uh, allegedly in a domestic violence case, he would be an idiot if this is it. If this any truth come out of this, or this um, facing charges of disorderly conduct and aggravated conduct and aggravated assault, um, his girlfriend or whomever she is to him said it was hickeys. Now it wasn't fingers, which looks like fingers around the neck. You got you got to believe that <clears throat> law officers, police departments, and and anyone involved would know with a fingerprint look around the neck. But I don't think they did that test to say this is exactly what it was. But this is what she's saying. She lied. He's a linebacker. Um, Devon Durant accused of assault, domestic violence. Doug, this is your school. <clears throat> this is where you um, lose your mind. <laughs> <laughs> what is going on in Tempe, Arizona? And with the program they've built, they, they, they have... For the past three years, they won 10 or more games. What is going on? What, why, how are you bringing guys like that into this program who's now everybody, you you able to keep in-state kids, high school kids, in-state to go to ASU, more so U of A? How are you allowing that clown? And, it's not, you know, some they slip through the cracks. But how you get – because he's a junior college transfer, and you expect more from him being a, J, being a junior coming into ASU. You expect a whole lot more. Um, but uh, – What's her name? I think Langley said that the bruises on her neck were hickeys. Right. Well, and here's the thing is you've got to look at ASU's going to do their recruiting. They're going to look at past history. So if this guy never had anything that was reported. Reported. You can't, you can't tell the future of what's going to happen. You know, um, there was actually a report that 
uh, I can't remember the guy's name offhand. Um, I was reading that last night before going to bed. Hmm. That uh, his daughter had mentioned they've been around uh, Devon a, a while, and they said, "Yeah, hey, this this is a great kid. He's he's well behaved, everything like that." But the thing with domestic violence, you got to look at is a lot of this is it's you're almost like a, a Jekyll and Hyde, where out in the public, that guy is perceived as a great guy, well behaved, everything else, and behind so closed doors as a different angle. People, you know what I mean? Yeah, but it, it's, um, it's so. Unfortunately, it's hard to tell as recruiting goes to tell the future. But if you look at the police report, it shows that, and this is from uh, the Tempe PD police report, that the victim had visible injuries consisting of a small contusion and red mark beneath her left eye and several abrasions and bruising around her neck, consistent. That's keyword consistent with finger marks from being grabbed around the neck. I'm sorry, but anybody that's lived somewhat of a college life, even a high school life, you can be able to tell the mark between a hickey and a choke grab. Because a hickey and, a, and marks around the finger are completely different. You know? Wow, I want to be What's the difference between a hickey and a bruise? Nothing. They're a both on bruises, bruise but you, I'm talking about the, the, look of the, the look of the hickey and the look of a finger around your neck. Oh, right. okay. But, yeah, a yeah, hickey okay. is a bruise. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> that's a bruise that's what I was. Yeah, that's what I was thinking, yeah. you know? But she, and, uh, from my point, I want to see uh -huh. the pictures of her neck to see. Okay, is this because that's the pictures are going to be tell all, and mm -hmm. especially on an aggravated assault, mm -hmm. they're going to have taken pictures of the injuries because that's pretty much protocol. Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, you're looking at a class four felony, uh, an aggravated uh, aggravated assault, the dis uh, disorderly conduct. Those are misdemeanors. Those will get kicked out anyway. So they're going to have taken pictures, and that's what's going to be the key is looking at the pictures and tell. Okay, is this a finger mark? You know, from grabbing around the neck. Or is it a hickey? Because those two are distinct, um, distinct, different marks. Yeah, I'm sure TMZ got a hold of that picture for you as well. Doug, but I've been looking for it. I can't. But just, you know, yeah. it's just ASU's now in a hard spot because they have this guy that they suspended indefinitely. Spring ball just started that they would have loved to have him out there, but now you got to let this whole thing play out. And then even if he's found not guilty. And you know, say say just at the end of it, because she doesn't want to cooperate, the prosecutor doesn't go ahead and pursue charges, so they drop it. But you know, as a fact, that he committed this. Where does that put you at, as far as the school goes, with do we allow him back on the team because he's not found guilty, but yet we know this really happened. So is this a likelihood of happening again? Do we want to really jeopardize our team or make a stand and say we don't want to on here? Because he's a, a four- or five-star recruit, depending on you know which um, – Mm -hmm. which website you go to. So, yeah. And he was looking to Slate come into that devil backer position. So, I mean, it's going to be a blow to the defense, but the thing I'm looking at is it happened now where they have enough time to work around it instead of in the middle of the season or the beginning right. of the season where now you're like, oh, crap, what do we do? Right. And, I, I mean, I agree with you to an extent. And, you know, to me in my eyes, that four- or five-star recruit, I mean, that doesn't matter. That just shows what you have done till now. And, you know, you haven't thrown on the pads at, as a Sun Devil yet, you know? Right. So they probably have two or three-star recruits, you know, who are ready to compete against a guy. They're not going to let a guy come in and take their position. But at the same time, yeah, he does have a lot of talent. Um, you know, he, he has high expectations for this team. But, you know, from my understanding, they already pulled his commitment. You know, they have suspended him. Well, or, he's, he's suspended indefinitely. And, right. And that is to say – if anything come out that was true, yeah, then he's gonna be expelled. Mm -hmm. He's gonna be kicked out of ASU, which he deserved to be if it's all true. 
even with this whole speculation even happening, even with the news dropping, honestly, I wouldn't. I wouldn't continue to go through with it because now you got to keep now you got to keep in your mind. Okay, this kid has already big time trouble national news. He's coming into this program, but he should have lost his mind. And I gotta, this is the case, right? And I got to keep my eye on him now. Now yeah. I got to like control. What is he about 20, 21 years he, old? He's coming a JC in. transfer. He's probably tw- yeah twenty one. So now you got to keep your eyes and your locks 20, even down on a twenty one year old, and still keep up with these eighteen, nineteen year olds who coming straight into school. So that's that's pretty hard. Why why you know sacrifice thinking about this twenty one year old problems or his issues? You know you have to worry about him now more than your eighteen year younger guys, your your red shirt guys who you know have the time to run around campus and you know be a bit more freer than the guys who on the uh, I want to see how she on the road roster. So because some words she said, you mm-hmm. know, and, and I think this is more so. You know, not to you know get in trouble or bash women, but here's the word she said. I let I speak for her on this one. Mm-hmm. When I lied to the police, it was out of spite. Men don't do anything out of spite. The Arizona State student, uh, Kelsey Langley, who was Durant's girlfriend, oh, who is, not was, who is Durant's girlfriend, she told ESPN.com, I was thinking, I wasn't thinking. It was a very vengeful and spiteful thing to do. Now, why would you do that? Why in the world would you, why would you do that? Now... If he gets in trouble with her again, he deserves every and all punishments he get. That's you just been warned right there. Now I'm gonna see if now I can look at it this way. Now I'm gonna see if lying. I can pull a picture, huh? If she's lying, why not charge her then for lying? Oh, Doug, you speaking to the crowd. You look. That's what I always say. Like the, like um, Banks, Brian Banks spent five years in prison, not jail. High school student spent five years in prison with some grown men for something he didn't do, and nothing happened to the, uh, the accusers uh, when they found out that he was they were lying. The mother and the daughter. The mother told the daughter to do to to lie, but the daughter was scared of uh, all the repercussions and come, that came with it and everything. She should do some time too as well, and I agree with you on that. So that when I lied to the police, it was out of spite. I mean, I just to me that's. I don't know, man. I mean, that's a whole different topic we can get out to. But, yeah, if you're doing that because you want to get back at him and you know, and I, this is why I think she's doing it. She Wait. knows she's a big-time big time college player now. And by lying to the police and saying that he did this or he did that, it's going to get him in trouble, and that's a way to get back to him. You know, that's how you get back at him, um, which it's wrong. And like I said, she needs to be punished for it if it comes out that it's true. But like I said, I want to see the pictures in it because that's going to tell you the difference between a hickey and a choke. Right. Is she an, is she an athlete at all? Did, did that come out? Because I'm, I'm looking for... I haven't read anything about it now. I'm looking for a Kelsey uh, Langley, and I'm seeing some pictures, but I don't know if this... Uh, uh-oh. Here we go. Right here. I found them. I found them. Is she from Kansas State? She went to Kansas State? Mm. <laughs> Kansas State, not okay. KU. Oh. <laughs> Accuser recants after linebacker. Here, here's here's a picture right here. Mm-hmm. That's that's got to be them. Mm, no comment. <laughs> that's got to be them. Yeah. He 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 looks like an idiot. He got he just looks like an idiot. Yeah. Well, I, I hope uh talk. I hope Graham gets it together over there. He's he said he's gonna hold him to the highest level, which he should. Definitely, he should do that. Because of what the program is about now. 
I don't know. This guy's this guy. They got KSU stuff. And it's all Wildcats. So I'm talking about them. Look at the picture. All right. Well, we, we move on. We move on from that story. We'll watch. I'm sure, uh, Doug, you'll be on top of that. Yeah. But if this is it, mm, he gonna get everything he deserved. Mm-hmm. She lied. Out no, of no. Spite. I, I mean, as, as a coach, as a program, I will move on from it. You know, what I, you mean I move on from? Would you get rid of him? Yes, I can find another. For put himself in the situation. I can situation. find another. Yeah, for putting himself. In, this is national news you're talking about. And he's this a, a national distraction coming into a program that's on the uprise. And you know, you're ready to replace a guy. You can find. I mean, you might not necessarily find the same talent, but you can find another. It's ten. It's millions of guys out here who's uh, trying to play for that scholarship, especially in the junior college program. I mean, these guys. You know, they're waiting by the phone lines twenty four seven. At a you know at a JUCO transfer type school, mm-hmm. so you know you can find an, another replacement. There's football players everywhere. You can always find another replacement before Wait a minute. the season uh, kicks off. Demer, you might be right. You might be right. Durant, 21, enrolled at ASU January after attending Butler County Community College. What did I tell you? But let me tell you this. <laughs> I talked to the. They said this is the guy. It's now it's now coming together. It's all coming together. He was mm-hmm. not a first day of spring ball practice Monday and was named currently and his name is currently absent from the team roster. I mm-hmm. talked to Butler County about two weeks ago, two or three weeks ago. So now it's coming together. I talked to him about two or three weeks ago and um, the the AD over there said they couldn't wait to get this guy out of the program. Once he found out he was uh, ASU was giving him a scholarship, he did no work at Butler. They couldn't wait to get him out there. This might be the guy. Mm-hmm. This may be the guy right here. He's 21 years old. He enrolled in ASU this January, past January. Yep. This may be the guy that uh, Butler was talking about. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Wow. And because he was in Butler, so she went to. So it makes sense that I see a lot of KSU stuff, lots of Kansas State University right, stuff right. in this picture. Because she probably went to Kansas State. I think she was a goalie or something over there on the soccer team. And you had you spent time at Butler. Yes, I did. And you know you're known to motivate first round draft picks. I do. I, Would I, you I, ever I, reach out to this young man? Just you know, he kind of went through the same. I know he's not Virginia made, he, but he <laughs> I know he's not Virginia made. But you know, he, he went through but the same alumnus. thing he's that alumnus, you went uh, to. Yeah, yeah. But I found out he was an idiot before I even met. I'll reach out to him. I, I'll see. Mm-hmm. I, I I will find out what's what. Because I think that's what a lot of these young guys need. You know, someone I, who I went agree. through the same ranks, the same programs. You know, we talk about it all the time. You know, guys don't reach back and talk to these guys, you know, to help them. But, but some of these guys think they're Superman. But that, that's, right. that's not the cause for not reaching back. That's not the cause mm-hmm. for not reaching back. Some of them think they're Superman, they don't need you. Because somebody been telling them it was great like they well, told you gotta, me I was yeah. great. Well, you know, you need to reach out to him and well, let him know he's Clark Kent at the same time. Well, right. You got to bring yeah. out Clark Kent. Well, we'll finish up that uh, on the other side of the break. We're really going to finish up that. We don't want to stay on top of that. But now it's making sense. It's making sense of who this guy is. And now I can understand that you might be right. I'll move on with him. Kwame Lashay Sports Talk. Dougie be on the line. Jim Lashay in the studio. We'll be right back. Internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. The job of a professional athlete is never complete. In Life After the Game, host Lamar Campbell will take an inside look at how athletes are making the transition from the professional athletics world to the professional business world. 
You'll understand the goals, motivations, and personalities that drive these players off the field and in their post-professional career. Tune in to Life After the Game with Lamar Campbell every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Get ready to talk sports with the big guys. Tune in to Lockdown Coverage with Keith Lewis every Tuesday for the inside and outside of the business of sports. Keith and his guests will provide expert commentary and answer all of your burning questions about your favorite team, the players, and what's next. It's time to have fun with the game. Listen for Lockdown Coverage with Keith Lewis and his favorite co-hosts every Tuesday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. The talk doesn't get any hotter. Sports continues to grow and evolve to ever-increasing prominence in today's society. On All Around Sports, host John Inglesby will connect with the leading newsmakers from the sports world, including players, owners, and fellow sports journalists, discussing the top news and events that are relevant to sports today. John will also report from and offer his experience of the world's top sports events. Tune in to All Around Sports with John Inglesby, Fridays at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Channel. internet flagship station for sports voice america sports hey welcome back i'm saying and i thought you were joking Demery, when you said he might have went to butler this guy did with the butler but now the pieces you 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 ain't know you was joking no i wasn't joking you was joking you ain't i thought you did your research I did I my you know your guys. I got my research from Doug. I so. thought you know your your guys. Hey, I gave you plenty of time. <laughs> that um, but it's now, and the reason why we're still talking about this is now I'm coming together. It's making sense to me because I just talked to the athletic director, Todd Carter over at Butler, mm-hmm. and I'm thinking about giving him a call, see if he wanted to come on and speak on this, but I don't want to give him a shock value call. Uh, but he mm-hmm. he said it was a guy who was going to ASU to leave him Butler. That he once he found out ASU was recruiting him or giving him a scholarship, he didn't warm up. He didn't, I mean not warm up. He didn't work out. He uh, did just enough in class to get out of there to be accepted to uh, ASU. Mm-hmm. Um, but he was a complete idiot. Mm-hmm. Complete idiot. And now I'm seeing this, and then I go back to the comment Demery made. I might just do away with him. And I go back to the, another comment Demery made. I also might try to reach out to him. Mm-hmm. I might try to reach out to Todd Graham and let him know I come from Butler. You know, mm-hmm. I, I'm, is it what I need to do? Mm-hmm. And he's in town. I live here. If he, if if I need to be a handler, yeah, that's that's a shame. Grown men need handlers. Well, I think we all do it to some degree. <laughs> I do. I think we yeah, all we do. all we all made it a little different, but because I, I I'm not I'm 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 with plenty of flaws. Mm-hmm. I'm with plenty of flaws. I'm not saying you know he doesn't deserve a second chance, second chance, but I don't mm-hmm. even know if this is second, third, or fourth chance. Right, and and that's the thing. Only we Todd don't Graham would know. Really happened, you know. Say it again, Doug. I said we don't even know if this really happened though either. I know you missing out on this peach syrup. <laughs> on on St. Patrick's Day, yeah, we don't know if this really happened. We don't know if this guy, um, uh, Devon Durant, she needs to get in trouble if it's not true. Mm-hmm. He needs to be expelled if it's true. They need to not ever see each other again mm-hmm. if it all happens the way they saying it, reporting it happened. But she's she's going back on her story. He never touched me. 
what's being tried, uh, what he's being tried for and accused of, he never touched me. It's a misunderstanding based off my false statement. This is what Kelsey Langley said. Now, Look, if you're mm -hmm. Devon Durant, Get away. you're going to want to choke her out if it really didn't happen, and now she's coming back and saying I lied. I'm like, what? If I'm the linebacker Look coach. she's putting him through. Uh, yeah, if I'm the linebacker coach, I'm going to the head coach and I don't need a guy who loses his mind with the situation. Exactly. Now, I, I mean, I, I will be at the standpoint where I'm just, I'm not ready to do with this. This right. is a huge distraction coming from what's, what what else can happen. And He's about to come out to Tempe, Phoenix, Arizona. Yeah, he can't control, he can't control his mind and that's a girl he Butler, met in Kansas? Yeah, in Kansas? Shoot. Dougie B, come on. Call, call up Ty Graham. He's about know. to come to Tempe on <laughs> campus of Mills and... He's going to need it, some security. Yeah, you're going to have to call some of your, your backup. So... <laughs> I'm no, I would, I would really like for you, you know, or anyone to reach out and get a hold of this kid. I'm and, about to reach out to him right you know, now as we talk. Just, uh, to, just to get a hold of him, just to let him know, you know, what's going on. And, you know, just to figure out who he is. And it, hopefully, you know, there was no any other issues before this incident. So just to figure out who he is and find out where, what he really wants to, you know, do. Like you said, uh, you talked to the athletic director, you know, he was at the time of point. He's at the junior college where, you know, he stopped practicing or he, being yeah. lazy in the weight room. And I never went to a junior college, but I know how my— Yes, you did. You went to a bigger one. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> hey, <laughs> Doug, you laughing? Wow. Doug, you laughing? <laughs> uh, hey, I'm right no, there with okay. you, sir. Man, whatever. Division one school. We didn't get a lot of money, though. But <laughs> we didn't get nothing under the table. But, no, like— you know, I know how I was in high school. By the time I started to get letters and, you know, offers here or there, it was time to the point I was like, I don't need to do nothing. I need to save myself. So I understand where that standpoint comes from, but I never had anyone to reach out to me. I had to go get it on my own and, you know, basically uh, market myself. So, you know, I would love to see, you know, somebody reach out to this guy, and there's plenty of other schools he can go to. So well, ASU well, no, is no, it's not. not. Who's gonna take him? Believe me, it's some USC? schools out there. He, 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 yeah, USC. USC like, will yeah. take him, but mm -hmm. uh, USC. Everybody wants to change that. their image too because mm -hmm. this guy he from Greenwood, South Carolina. Yep. Went to Butler, out of Green from Greenwood. Now he's in. Now he's literally losing his mind over out here in Tempe, Arizona. Mm -hmm. Three different culture shocks. Greenwood, South Carolina to Kansas, El Dorado, Kansas. El Dorado, Kansas, and then Tempe, Arizona. Mm -hmm. Somebody well, here. He goes back to what I said about uh, mentorship and on those things along those lines. You know, somebody's not watching out for him, looking out for him. Whoever got him to that point mentally and physically, whoever got him to be a recruit, highly recruited athlete, hopefully student athlete. Whoever mm -hmm. got him to that point, where they just dropped him off, say, "Okay, now go do your thing." Mm -hmm. And a, and a twenty-one year old should be able to do that. Mm -hmm. You should not be able to lose your mind. You won't have an adverse situation, but you shouldn't be losing your mind over this right here. Just mm -hmm. be done with it. You know what? I, and I think yeah. I found him. He's on. He's on. Um, he got on a Butler County uniform. Mm -hmm. Go Grizzlies. Yep. Go Grizzlies. Mm -hmm. But hey, real quick, just to touch base a little bit more, while I'm leaning towards he's going to be gone, and that really did happen. Uh, even Tempe's uh, PIO officer came out and said that they confirmed Langley's admission to ESPN and everything else, but said because we have independent witnesses that witnessed the assault on her and the bruising injuries to her face and neck, 
that's why he was still arrested and charged. So now, you know, you can't just take her word. Now you have independent witnesses that are coming out saying they saw the assault as well, too. So it'll be interesting to see how it all plays out. But I'm going on the fact that he lost his mind and he's done and we're going to move on. You know, we're going to move on. Yeah. You you put yourself, he put himself in this situation. Absolutely. That he felt, that he felt he had to touch her. With everything going on in the NFL, <clears throat> you found that you had to do this. Mm-hmm. Everybody's situation is different. Everybody's reasons are different. Right. Uh, but the result is not going to end well for you. No. Th- they going hard on this. And then, Demery, you say he could play somewhere else. I'm going to find that hard to believe because of... Uh, Nobody wants that image, and that image mm-hmm. coming from the top down. Now it's not coming from the bottom up. That image from well, the top. Well, you gotta down. think about th- think about it this way. You know, we we in America, so in America, America is the America. land of second chances. Everybody gets depends a second on who chance. You are. Depends on who you are. Depends on what you do and who you know. With this kid, I mean, the best I will hope for him is that this can actually help motivate him to not get himself into situations like this anymore. If he has to go back and finish school. Football, if he can't find anywhere else to play. Go to school. Go back to school. Finish finish this out. Know, you know, that's a situation you got in, you know, to better yourself. That's where, like I was saying, the mentoring comes in. Somebody can reach out, touch this guy. Like, football's not everything. Look at guys retiring yeah. at the, under the age of 30. It's not going to be here for forever anyway. So don't be upset even if ASU drops the bomb and, you know, pulls out. That's fine. All the way through, that that's okay. This you can be, move on from and you, that. And you never know. This might be a huge bl- blessing for him. Exactly. Does, it could like, be a blessing okay, at the end of the day. Happening. Okay, I, I had a chance to play football. Now, a lot of guys go crazy later on in life because they say, oh, I could have played football. I, I, got, a, <laughs> I got a lot of people. <laughs> I could have did this. I could have did that. Right. Uh, you, n- you never know. But you had the opportunity when you had it. Right. And you decided to blow it. No one else controlled that but you. Because mm-hmm. people yeah. got him there. They and got him to this point to be highly recruited right. at Butler County, which everybody know we win national championships. At um, it's been a while. It's about three years. It's been three years, but we got about seven of them. Um, and at ASU, who's won ten or more games for the past three years, mm-hmm. you've been highly recruited, son. You can control your own destiny from here. You NFL scouts are coming to ASU watching these guys. Right. You will be seen if you do what you're supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. So. You see now, for sure. Yeah, he can see now. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> as, as an athlete, you know, I would try to move on from it. As a competitor, you can never lose that competitiveness. So you need that even in your workforce. Yeah, as a, yeah, exactly. Even as a true competitor, you get pushed against the wall, you get back into the corner. What you gonna do? That's where you find out your real, real competitiveness. We all been through some, and you know, it's just that that competitiveness showed you know how we got to where we're at. So. You know, like you said, it could be a true blessing on him that he went through this, that he got embarrassed. Now use that, you know, that competitive spirit that you built and get to where you need to, you know, where you need to go to. Find out who you really are and find out how you get out of the situation. This this is what the, uh, I hope don't happen. Well, he continue to get out of trouble and he feel like he's untouchable and he just continue to get in trouble. And then his life would be really ruined because it could be ruined right now just from this simple incident because yeah. they'll lump him into with the NFL guys. And how he looked, they lump him right on there. Just reach out to him. He he better off using the N word at a uh, country party, uh, at a <laughs> absolutely at a country still. party, and then he get a contract. In a uh, picture in the calendar. Yeah, he on better Black off. History Month. <laughs> What's up? Yeah. <sighs> no. 
<laughs> we got the gas man in here. We're looking for some of his uh, shirts. Gas man. Yeah, I know. I'm waiting yeah, on the t-shirt. I told you. It's business. Um, let me know. I like that one right there, too. That pyramid. I know about that. What's up, guys? How you doing? We good. We good. The gas man. It's my birthday today, by the way. Is it? Yeah. March 17th. Oh, St. Yeah. Patrick's Day. It makes sense. Well, we got, some, we got a little <laughs> toasty right here. You, I don't know how you want to get down. By the way, don't forget my comedy show Friday night. Friday night uh, coming up. Where is it? Yeah, it's in the North Phoenix at Crack Ups Comedy Club. Crack Ups Comedy Club. It's over on I-17 and Union Hills. Yeah, it's a small club, uh, local uh, show and everything, but uh, it's going to be fun. Crack up Ups? Yeah, Crack Ups. Okay. Crack Ups. <laughs> uh, nice. Bliss? What'd you say, Doug? Is the after party of bliss right down the street? Party of bliss, something? After the after party of bliss. Oh, the after party, after party of, of bliss. bliss. You buying the dances? Oh, what's bliss? Oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, party at XO. The gas man will be at yeah. Crack Ups and Union Hills uh, this Friday. Unfortunately, I'm going to be in Vegas. Yeah, I'm being. You're going to be in Shot Town. Doug going to be in I'm Akron. <laughs> <laughs> One of those don't fit. <laughs> <laughs> One of those don't go. Or maybe even NFL Kevin. players giving up millions and retiring out of nowhere. So so they say nowhere. I say it's out of everywhere. Before the age of 30. And I've said on this show plenty of times, the football is not going to be the same in 20 years. Mm-hmm. It's the most marketable, most popular sport that we have on this land, on this real estate, the United States. Because you can go overseas and soccer trumps it. Right, way soccer or football trumps it, mm-hmm. but you got guys uh, retiring before they're thirty, and it and I think this is the way it should be. Saying that to say this the way it should be retiring before thirty. Yeah, well, this Go right ahead. here, Go this ahead. is the way it should be. They have the information that I didn't have. They have information that people before oh, me didn't have. Absolutely. So now they can make the ball is in their court. So now they can make their own judgment. They can make their own decision on do I want to risk? Do I want to risk? Having brain trauma or brain issues or CT, you want to go through all that and can't think later on, and mm-hmm. it affects everything in your nervous system or mm-hmm. affects everything in your body. You can't think. Patrick Willis was going to make seven point eight million dollars this year, mm-hmm. and Patrick Willis was that one guy that we know for sure would have made it all that seven point eight. Yep. But he says he's retiring because of his feet. Now he's retiring from a football injury, so. The words he used and how he used them was brilliant. So when he's done, he got total impermanent. When he's done, he can get his SS because what he did with his feet, he can't do in the workforce mm-hmm. because his feet hurt so bad. Let me read what he said. And I said he was giving up uh, $7.8 million. He said his foot injuries were to blame for his early retirement. If I had anything left in these feet, you've seen me. You've seen me. I broke my hand on Sunday, I had surgery on Monday, and I played on a, with a cast on Thursday. Mm-hmm. But it's something about these feet. Mm-hmm. $7.8 million. Jake Locker, 26 years old, retired free agent, mm-hmm. after making $12.6 million. Okay, Jake, you're smart. You're 26 years old, uh, got a, roughly in your, in your hands about $6 million, but this is after making $12.6 million. In the statement, he said, burning desire to play football, He's now planning to relax and remodel his home, his house. Well, good for you. Yeah. J- Jason, um, Jason, uh, what's his name? Wallace mm-hmm. retired Royalist. as the most. He was a free agent. Mm-hmm. Well, here's what he's saying. And he better not come knocking on my door. But here's what he said. Retired as one of the most. This is what happened by him. Retired as one of the most coveted free agents in the NFL. He plans on working for Jehovah Witness. Chris Borland, 24 years old. 
San Fran. Retired after one season in the NFL, giving up the bulk of a $3 million contract. He said it isn't worth the risk. This is where football is going. This is where football is going. Let me get you guys' opinion on this, though, uh, before we go to break. I say it's a great thing because they got the information at hand. Mm-hmm. I say it's a great thing because now the ball is in their court. They can make those decisions. It, I, I didn't have this. this people, the people that I play with, the guys that I play with, the guys that played before, they didn't have all this information. In mm-hmm. fact, this is why we got so many lawsuits because the, inform- the NFL hid this information from us. So now you got a lot of guys, and now the people who don't know what they're talking about outside looking in say, oh, you guys made this much money, that much money. Well, what do you think the NFL made if that's the case if we made such and such dollars? And, and, and I don't like the, how they word it, NFL players giving up millions. The NFL is worth billions, so – just because you in the game doesn't make you doesn't mean you're making millions. Right. What are you guys' opinion on uh, these younger guys coming to them senses? In my opinion, in my words, coming to their senses. Demry. No, oh, I thought Doug was going to take the floor, but you Doug know, on the phone. we got about two minutes left, so I'm here. I'm, I'll be real quick with it. Um, well, Chris Borland, you know, he kind of made the same decision I made about a year ago, and you know, like you said, the NFL makes billions of dollars, and you're that little. T- 10 cent of it and the little millions that you make. Plus, he was a thousandaire, so he was still in the thousands club right now. It's not worth it. You know, he took a ding. Yeah, uh, Doug mentioned it off a of break. Um, you know, he had two concussions in middle school, one more in high school, his sophomore year, and then he said he uh, took a shot in a practice and, you know, got pretty dizzy from it. Then he had to play that Sunday. You know, you think about that stuff, and, you know, as an athlete, as a competitor, especially in football, you think a lot. So with your mind processing and thinking that you how you're drilling, rushing, you take a hit to the head, you really don't feel it, that's dangerous. I mean, it's, it's, it's truly dangerous, but at the same time, this is that gladiator-type sport. You know, it's a collision sport. It's not a physical sport. It's collisions. It's like it's car It's a crashes. car accident every Ex- play. Exactly. And, I, and, I, and I just told this story last night as I was with the uh, – University of Kansas golf team. Uh, I'll get into that in the next segment. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to get Doug's uh, opinion on it uh, before we, after we kind of break because I know what I'm about to say is going to take about a good minute. Yeah, mine's uh, going to be a while. That's why oh, you I got some to, more to say? I had to settle down, yeah. Oh, oh I have, I've have i always got something to say. But I'm, I'm going to come from with Doug. I'm going to get in Doug's head. I'm going to come from with his. Doug, do you think they tough or they just giving up? Don't answer mm-hmm. right now. But here's what I say to this. Uh, I, have, I have problems remembering stuff. Simple stuff, mm-hmm. and, and I was labeled as one of the smart uh, players at my position. Mm-hmm. But for me to forget things, it, it frustrates me, and this frustration carries on. We don't we don't know what the learn trying to first. I had my brain uh, scanned about six seven months ago, and um, they I found the line on my I found a little line on my uh, brain, and I asked them, "Is that is that going to be a problem?" Mm-hmm. And I asked them a couple times. As I looked them in the eyes, is this going to be a problem? This liner, it doesn't belong. It doesn't belong there. Is it going to be a problem? Mm-hmm. Uh, they, they said no. I said, but it wasn't there. How did it get there? Mm-hmm. From years of collisions, collisions. I didn't use my helmet as a weapon. I used my helmet as protection. Mm-hmm. So, but just uh, years of banging. And I and it was, was different back when you was playing. So yeah, I was knocking people out. I was knocking people out. I was yeah, because well, when I was running out there, I was like, "Yeah, they can't hit me in my head." Right? You know, I was <laughs> shaking my head around like, "You can't touch this." If I read something, you but said then the, the idiot paper, would do it. I was like, going, idiot. Mm, yeah. 
It's like flag football. I, I, I wonder these kids can go across the middle now because they know they can't get hit. Mm-hmm. But when they do get hit, they go crazy. Like, You're not supposed to hit me. Mm-hmm. But it happens. It's football. And that's mm-hmm. why they wear these flag football helmets mm-hmm. for the prevention of getting hit in the head and getting your skull cracked. And you still can get concussions and all that stuff with this, with that equipment. But it's more for protection than um, a weapon. We're going to take a quick break because I do want to get Doug's opinion on it. Like mm-hmm. I said, I was with the, are they tough or are they giving up or they just not? I mean, you're talking about millions of dollars that's out there that's to their potential because of the talent they have. Uh, but these guys, uh, we now coming to our senses. What's for the next generation of football? Because I said it won't be the same. Quite a lot of sports talk. We're going to take a quick break. We'll come right back. Internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Do you love sports talk? Can't get enough sports talk? Have we got a show for you? It's about the NFL training camps, Super Bowl previews, a look at the new starting quarterbacks, and weekly key injuries. We'll take your calls and emails right on the air. Former Philadelphia Eagle James Loving is your host, and you never know who'll drop by for a co-host spot or an interview on the spot. Tune in to Loving That Sports Talk with James Loving every Wednesday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Are you ready for a show that's all about what goes on behind the scenes and how it relates to what you see on the field? Tune in for Nick Ferguson's Secondary Perspective on the Voice America Sports Channel. Our guests will bring you the stories, the opinions, the expertise, and the inspiration behind what you hear in sports news. Find out what happens next. Listen for Nick Ferguson's Secondary Perspective, live every Thursday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Welcome back. That was uh, for real. You know, for real, and that other guy. Uh, what's his name? They got they got sued. But they give a bow. Oh, Robin Thick. Robin yeah. Thick. Uh, yep. They got a. Uh, well, everybody knew it. Even when the song first came out, you knew that had some Marvin Gaye feel to it. Mm-hmm. And you might change up one chord, but that's Marvin Gaye's work. All I had to do was say, it's an honor and a trip to Marvin Gaye. Instead of me giving you seven million, that family probably would have took, hey, here's a three and a half, here's, here's three million dollars. They could have gave a million and a half a piece and had that hit song. And it, I'm sure it's not coming out of their pocket, but it could probably the record label. Crack Ups Comedy Club. Kevin Gassman, March 20th and 21st, will be there. It is 2401 West Union Hills Drive. That is in Phoenix, Arizona, this Friday and Saturday. He's there for two days. 85021. The number 602-339-6533. Crack Ups Comedy Club. The gas man to be there. He's hilarious. Go check him out. Be some other acts there also, but uh, our very own Kevin Gassman will be there. Doug, let me get your opinion on what I, uh, if you remember. You remember you got CTE? <laughs> no, I, I remember a little bit. Um, <laughs> no, you know, and, and here's the deal. With these players coming out, and they're making millions of dollars, they're, they're, the technology is so much different than, like, you know, 
even five years ago compared to 10, 15, 20 years ago. And so they're able to kind of, if you want to say see the future, they know what the, the benefits are by leaving. They can spend the time with their kids. They can remember their kids growing up, actually being able to do stuff for the kids. So, you know, I, I can't blame these guys for being able to see if they know, hey, I've already had a couple concussions, staying in this game. I might not be able to do anything with my family here. Uh, who cares about the money? I've made enough, you know, hopefully they've done enough with uh, investments or just, you know, used it wisely that they've got a little bit saved up. But it's something that, yeah, I mean, 10, 20 years ago, you're going to play because you don't know what's going to happen after. You don't have the technology, the medical the equipment that you do. Now you do. Now it's a whole different game. It's continuing to evolve. I mean, the NFL is doing what they can to, if you want to say, limit um, the injuries and the impact, but still football. You know, as a safety, I mean, I know Demery was on the, the other side of the ball, but for me and Uquam, I mean, playing that safety position, you can't stop your stride in midair. You know, so unfortunately, you're still going to impact the helmet-to-helmet hits. You're still going to have that at times because you, just the way – the receivers come across, you launch at them, it's bound to happen. So helmets are changing a little bit these days. They're trying to do stuff, but the concussions are still going to be there because you're going, you know, I think the smallest guy in the NFL maybe weighs 200 pounds, 180 pounds of fat. You know, so you've got everybody 200 pounds and above going X amount of speed. The concussions are going to be there. They're always going to be there. You can't take the concussions out of the game. And for these players retiring, I think it's a smart move for them. You know, I think uh, the people that are out there saying, oh, he should have played, he should have played, they've never received a concussion. They, they probably weren't in a down of football and felt the impact coming against a 230-pound running back coming at you and trying to stop that, you know, that backer. So, it's, I mean, you know, we talked about this before break. We could spend an hour each on the subject, but... Yeah, my opinion is these guys, they're just, they're playing smart. They're, they're going out at a time where they're able to, and they're going to be able to spend time with their family and remember stuff. Like you've mentioned, you've got to, you know, it's remembering stuff, being able to, I mean, I just can't imagine going through life like some of the players, you know, the the ex-players are out there and the medical stuff that they're going through, man. I couldn't imagine doing that. But it's uh, also like, like, um, uh, Chris Borland, he retired after one year. I think his contract was worth three three million, so he didn't he didn't get all that three million. But you know, NFL agents say that uh, if a guy gets even two or three million in the bank, he can retire living off a hundred hundred fifty thousand a year. That's mm-hmm. uh, that's that's an entrance, and not have to worry about his brain. And I think a lot of guys are doing that, but only there's there's a I say a handful, and a handful is a lot. And I'm going by, I'm going through the NFL is in in its entirety. Um, a handful of guys get real contracts, get decent contracts. Mm-hmm. And, but then now you ask me, you know, this kickoff guy, and you got to guard yourself against these guys who never had money. They spend money right away. Um, you look at the, uh, what's his name, for the Phoenix Suns, uh, who just got the deal. He got a DUI. He just got a three-year deal. What's his name, though? P.J. Tucker. P.J. Tucker. Yep. He goes out and buy Bentley immediately. Immedi- and I found out, in, even in the NBA, as well as football, half of these guys are playing check-to-check. And we see, but all we get marketed to is LeBron James, Kobe, these guys who have, have the millions. Uh, and these guys play all these years in NBA, but all mm-hmm. these games. But you go out and buy a Bentley, so you just spent $200,000. I think he got, what, $17 million? 
mm-hmm. taxes, agents. See, people don't understand this. I spent about two hundred some thousand dollars on a Bentley car that I didn't need. Um, you can't drive it every day, so you so obviously you probably have one or two more cars. So that's three cars. Um, taxes, um, you got to pay your agent and uh, your home. You have a Bentley. You what you gonna pull up into a apartment or a condo? Mm-hmm. So you got to have a nice home. To where those costs can go into it. So, guys, if they do the right thing with their money, um, they probably could do that. But, you know, you need somebody who's who's in their corner like that, like a, a real good investment. Um, you need somebody who's not going to make a transaction because they got all this money, and every time you make that transaction, you get paid. There's a lot of, uh, uh, like, mortgage, not not mortgage, but uh, I don't want to name a specific company or a particular company because, you know, some guys... Uh, like I know this one guy, he does it. He he pays himself every time he makes a transaction, and he and because even even he's on a loader totem pole of the system, mm-hmm. he get a zero point one percent or zero zero point one percent, but he's still getting paid. Now I, I think it's a great thing these guys retire, but hopefully they put some uh, change in their pocket and then move on. Uh, a lot of them, a lot of them can take that drive. There, I think Denver mentioned this. You can take that drive. It makes you who you are. You can take that drive and go into the workforce. You don't want to be playing football for seven to eight years and realize you didn't want to play. You were playing for the money. Mm-hmm. Then when that money work runs out in about 10 years, 10, 12 years, you have no skill set. So now guys who retire early can get into the workforce so they're not behind the eight ball. Now they got a skill set that they can use in the workforce. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, I think Chris Boylan would definitely take that same structure that you just mentioned. And he said he was, you know, he's going to go back to school. He's going to finish up school so that way he can be a force in the work field. He has the competitiveness. He has a name now that he can, you know, market out for, for a very long time. And he will have the knowledge and he'll have his mind right, you know, that he can expand from what he has started. And like you were saying, you, you mentioned a great point in being at the bottom of, like, what, the total pole. Mm-hmm. And that's where you start off as a rookie, no matter what contract and now that – contracts are not like a guaranteed rookie contract as they changed after Cam Newton got drafted. You only structure to a certain amount and you can't go past that. So you started at the bottom. I think it was Sam Bradford. Was uh, it Sam Bradford? He yeah, he was the last one. Contract. That's right. And you know, you try to play for that next contract and you try to get more and you know, you got to go through more uh, situations in your top paid players, so you have to put in more work. You have to go through more grinding. You got to do more special team plays. You got to be the practice dummy for you know quite a few weeks, and right. that takes a lot out of you. Especially what you starting off playing in college at the that competitive level. You start off at the bottom from there as well. Then you got to work your way up top. And you know a lot of guys say, yeah, I'm, he's throwing away millions. He's not throwing away millions. He's not he's, throwing away millions. He's saving. He's saving. Um, some years upon of uh, his memory, he's saving uh, from a shoulder injury, uh, ACL tear. You don't know what can come along. He's seen Patrick Willis. Patrick Willis was the most dominant force at his position for quite some time. And you see a guy like that, you know, pop off retirement. And you know he probably had an open relationship with him and telling him, man, it's not worth it. You know what I mean, think about it. Yeah, but a guy like, you know, these guys think it's just physical. You can get mentally drained. That, that weighs a lot on your on your brain. Absolutely. Mental. If you're thinking about this every day, just think about what something right now today. And we're not in the football. We're in the studio. Mm-hmm. you at uh, you at home. Mm-hmm. Um there's something that you think about every day that, you know, you might have a little concern about. And if, but, yeah. And you continue to do that. That, that weighs heavy on you. And that that adding, drains you. Right. And then adding the NFL game to, to that. 
Yeah. Because I remember in college, you have a structure. You're, you're structured in a way. You're, you know, you're brainwashed pretty mm-hmm. much. Yeah. To waking up in the morning, to you have to go work out, and you have to do it in an intense, you know, environment, intense way. Yep. And you got to go out for practice. You know, you're structured in a certain way. You got to go through meetings. You got to know the film. And then when game day comes, you have to remember all this stuff. Plus, play at a high level. Don't get smacked around. And then you got to have this, quote, unquote, tough. You know, you got to be this tough player out there. Depending on what position you play, you got to have this type of rage. Depending on other positions, you got to be smarter. You got to be leader. Quarterbacks, linebackers, totally different mentality. And then you got to play through certain injuries to have that tough man mindset, especially I know at Wisconsin. I mean, they're – they're known to have the toughest guys in the Big Ten. Right. So you have to play with that tough mentality. And, you know, to my standpoint, is what, what is tough? Because I know some of the toughest guys that taken some strong concussions who had to stop playing football or had some tough injuries that they had to go through. And now, you know, they're not playing in the NFL. That doesn't mean they're not tough. It's just, you know, same with Chris Borland. He's, it, it's, his toughness has nothing to do with it. It's all about, you know, he, he doesn't want to go through that – that uh, drag, like you were mentioning, Kwame, uh, he doesn't want to go through, you know, going through the same motions over and over. You know, it's it's not and one really day he's gonna find himself standing, being in a room alone, staring at the walls, and not knowing what he's standing at the walls for. Because he mm-hmm. won't be able to get up. He won't be able to. He gonna go into the bre- a depressed state of mind. Um, he's gonna be on prescription pills, and and one yep. thing's gonna lead to another. And I oh, think that's a whole other that's a whole nother ball game. Right ball game. So yeah. he he retiring. These guys retiring under under the age of thirty. I don't have a problem with that. I'm like, good for you. I, I don't. Well, I don't look at it this way too. Um, just look at last year, um, last year or the year before. But Ryan Swoop came out for uh, from Texas A&M with the Cardinals and got a concussion during the OTAs. Mm-hmm. And uh, basically, the doctors told him that the long term health effects. He never played it down in the NFL and had to retire during OTAs. Mm-hmm. And that's you know? crazy. That was so, just I OTAs. Mean, yeah, and the kids are seeing this. I mean, look at the stories now from 2013 with Brett Favre, Tony Dorsett. You had uh, Terry Bradshaw, I think, uh, if you all remember, Harry Carson. All these guys are coming out and talking about their concussions and how they affected their lives after the fact. Mm-hmm. Kids are seeing these days. So now you get that concussion, you're automatically thinking, man, look at what Brett Favre was talking about, or Tony Dorsett, man, I don't want to live my life that, that man, way. And I know and Tony was, Dorsett. He's, he's not of. in a good shape right now. That's one of my favorite players ever. And the NFL, with all those names that Doug just mentioned, the NFL don't want that stuff to come out because the parents are going to see it. We've got one minute till we close. They don't want all that stuff to come out. It is crazy for it to, for it to happen because I told you, because like I believe, the game will be totally different in 20 years, and, and that's not a good thing. It would be flag football at a high level. Mm. And even these concussion tests aren't um – Accurate, you know, on the sideline because Jeremy Carley with the uh, Jets, he had passed two concussion tests. Then when he arrived at practice the next day after playing the game, on the third test, finally diagnosed with a concussion. So he was playing the whole game with a concussion. Right. But yet passed the actual concussion test. And I think it's, it's I think it's really it is scary. And I think it's I think it should be held to the the trainers and the doctors for these professional teams and college teams, and don't put the guy back out there if he has a concussion. That's why. I, that's Jeremiah why I tell kids. Say it again. Yeah, Jeremiah Finley with the uh, Packers, right? And, right. And his, um, with the Thunder died. One of his kids told Daddy, "I want to see you play football anymore." They see him collapse on the field after that hit when they played the Bengals. Yeah. And so now your kids are seeing this, you know. I, and we got to get out of here. But I, I tell every parent, if your play, your kids gonna get in sports. 
get them a CAT scan right now and monitor your ear in at least twice a year if they're playing a physical sport. Tim Tebow tried out for Philadelphia or it worked out for Philadelphia. It's not going to work out. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we got to get out of here. Cromwell like Sports Talk. Dermot Lachey in the studio. Doug's on the line. He's in Akron, Hall of Fame town. We're going to take tomorrow off and we'll come back Thursday and we'll do it all over again. We out. Thanks for tuning in this week. Join us every Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday at 12 noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Time for another edition of Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network.